Hello there and welcome to this episode of the My Poetry Readings podcast with me, your host, Declan Walsh. In each episode, we revisit some of the poetry that may have been part of our lives and perhaps discover some new poems along the way. I had not planned to do another Yeats poem so soon, but given that the anniversary of his death is January 28th this week, and also answering some requests, let's take a look at another one of his famous poems, The Stolen Child. William Butler Yeats, more commonly known as W.B. Yeats, was born in Dublin in 1865 and is widely regarded as one of the most influential poets on both the national and international stage. And while he lived in several places, including Dublin, London, Galway and France, his early and formative years were spent in Sligo, which he has always regarded as his spiritual home. Yeats's earlier works were focused on his own personal spiritual beliefs and interpreting the mystery of Irish folklore and legends, many of which were influenced by the people and places of Sligo, and this can certainly be seen in this poem, The Stolen Child. His great interest in Irish mythology about fairies and the like resulted in his publication of Fairy and Folk Tales of the Irish Peasantry in 1888 and Fairy Folk Tales of Ireland in 1892. After 1910, his work became more political, which was in response to the events that were leading up to the Easter Rising in 1916. A pillar of the Irish literary scene and a founder of the Abbey Theatre, he became a senator of the Irish Free State in 1922. He became, in 1923, the first of only four Irish people to date to win the Nobel Prize for Literature, the others being George Bernard Shaw, Samuel Beckett and Seamus Heaney. Yeats died, aged 73, on January the 28th, 1939, in France, and was later buried in Drumcliff Churchyard in County Sligo. His headstone displays the now famous epitaph, Cast a cold eye, on life, on death, horseman pass by. Yeats wrote The Stolen Child in 1886, and is considered to be one of his most notable and popular early poems. As mentioned, and much like a lot of his earlier works, it is based on the myths and stories that he would have heard from the local people while growing up in Sligo. And based on Irish legend, it concerns captivating fairies beguiling and charming a young boy to leave the tough modern-day weeping world and run away to live a more enchanting and mystical life with them. It is very much a poem that combines Irish romanticism and mythology as seen through children's eyes, which is in steep contrast to the modern world. Yeats tapped into a few magical places in Sligo and Leitrim for this poem, which are as equally magical today as they were back in 1886. Sleuthwood is also known as Slishwood, and is on the southern shore of Loch Gill in a stunning location between the lake and the Ox Mountains. Of course, Loch Gill is home to another inspiration of Yeats, the Lake Isle of Inishfree, that I've covered in a previous reading. Slish comes from the Irish word slew, which means slope, and therefore sleuthwood literally means sloping wood. And if you're in Sligo with some time to spare, you should certainly take a walk, which is part of the longer Sligo Way walk, through the enchanting Slishwood, and keep an eye out for some of the fairies you just never know.
The Upper and Lower Rosses, along with the beautiful seaside village of Rosses Point, is about 8 kilometres outside Sligo Town and was a popular summer destination for the Yates family. Local folklore suggests it was also a popular haunt for fairies. Again, something that should not be missed on any visit to Sligo is Glencar Waterfall and is situated at Glencar Lake in County Leitrim, just across the border from Sligo. And as part of a number of waterfalls, this one reaches over 50 foot high and combined with a magnificent wooded walk, it creates a wonderful, magical and haunting atmosphere and it is very easy to see why Yeats would have used it in this poem. The poem was first published in the Irish Monthly in December 1886, appearing again in a compilation of works by several Irish poets called Poems and Ballads of Young Ireland in 1888. It was also published in his first book of poetry, The Wanderings of Ushin and Other Poems, in 1889. The main theme would suggest the struggle to maintain the innocence of childhood against the realism of having to experience the reality of life. And certainly, that's a theme that transcends the passing of time. And given the struggles that the current pandemic has imposed on us all, the world is certainly full of a little more weeping than we can understand right at this moment in time. But as always, I will leave the interpretation up to yourself. The Stolen Child by William Butler Yeats where dips the rocky highland of Sleuthwood in the lake. There lies a leafy island where flapping herrings wake the drowsy water rats. There we've hid our fairy vats full of berries and of reddest stolen cherries. Come away, O human child, to the waters in the wild with a fairy hand in hand for the world's more full of weeping then you can understand. Where the wave of moonlight glosses the dim grey sands with light, far off by further rosses, we foot it all the night, weaving olden dances, mingling hands and mingling glances, till the moon has taken flight. To and fro we leap and chase the frothy bubbles, while the world is full of troubles and anxious in its sleep. Come away, O human child, to the waters and the wild, with a fairy, hand in hand, for the world's more full of weeping than you can understand. Where the wandering water gushes from the hills above Glencar, in pools among the rushes that scarce could bathe the star, we seek for slumbering trout and whispering in their ears, give them unquiet dreams. Leaning softly out from ferns that drop their tears over the young streams. Come away, O oh human child, to the waters and the wild, with a fairy hand in hand, for the world's more full of weeping than you can understand. Away with us he's going, the solemn eyed. He'll hear no more the lowing of the calves on the warm hillside or the kettle on the hob sing peace into his breast or see the brown mice bob round and around the oatmeal chest. For he comes, the human child, to the waters in the wild with a fairy 
hand in hand, for the world's more full of weeping than he can understand. As with a lot of the poetry from W.B. Yeats, there are many, many musical interpretations of it, and certainly this is the case for this poem, The Stolen Child. Many of us, particularly in Ireland, initially associated the poetry of Yeats, and indeed some of the other poets, of something that we had to do during our school term, study it, and hope that the poems that you concentrated on actually appeared in the examination. But however, very often a different version, a reading or a musical interpretation can change the way that we've looked at a poem. Lorena McKennett, the Canadian composer, harpist and pianist, has a wonderful version of this put to music on her album, Troubadours from the Rhine. But I guess it's very, very difficult to look past the version by the Waterboys from the Fisherman's Blues album, and the wonderful narration by the renowned Shano's singer Tomás Mikion from Ankyararu and Galyev, who actually recently won a Lifetime Achievement Award for his contribution to Gwetla culture. And I remember the first time hearing this version over 31 years ago at a Waterboys concert in the Sligo Sports Centre in February 1989. I'm certainly showing my age. And that changed my thoughts on Yeats and poetry forever. And the haunting mood of the song with the sustained piano, the beautiful melodies of the flute and the fiddle, combined with the fantastic narration by McKeown, I think really captures the mystical essence of this poem. Links to both performances are included in the show notes below. And as always, please let me know if you have any favourite versions in the comment section either on Facebook or on YouTube. Well, we're coming to the end of this episode of the My Poetry Readings podcast, and I hope you've enjoyed the reading and a little bit of background to The Stolen Child. And if so, please subscribe to My Poetry Readings, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you think anybody else would like to join us on this journey, please share it with them also. And if you're up to it, I would be delighted if you would also leave a review. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at My Poetry Readings, and links to all social media platforms are included in the show notes below. As always, I would love to hear any feedback or comments that you may have, either good or bad, and indeed any suggestions that you may have for a future reading. Now, I'm off to sharpen the quill for the next episode. Thanks for listening. Till next time, Slong Go Fall. <laughs>